This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that focuses on issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and on today's episode of Health Dose, we're joined by Dr. William Michael Meliana, Jr. Dr. Meliana is an electrophysiologist with MidMichigan's Comprehensive Heart and Vascular Program. He specializes in the diagnosis and treatment of patients with atrial fibrillation, or AFib, and other electrical heart rhythm disorders. He's on the phone today to talk about AFib symptoms and diagnosis techniques, as well as the latest advancements in AFib treatment, including the Watchman implant. Health Dose asked Dr. Meliana, how do you explain atrial fibrillation? So atrial fibrillation is the most common arrhythmia, or otherwise irregular heartbeat that we treat in cardiology. It's a condition wherein the top chamber of the heart is beating irregular, close to 500 beats per minute, and as a result, your pulse will also go fast. And uh, with a fast heartbeat, some people just don't feel well with that because the heart is just not designed to go over 100 beats per minute all the time, and it predisposes you to the stroke as well. So is it the heart in spasm, or is it the heart just trying to work faster than it should? So the heart isn't really in spasm. It's just that the heart is beating fast from the top chamber. It's beating over 400 beats per minute, and the bottom chamber will beat about 100 beats, over 100 beats per minute, and that's what makes you feel your pulse. That's just not comfortable. There's some people that even feel any palpitation, but they will complain of fatigue, and you can get short of breath with this because the heart's just beating so fast. I guess it never considered the fact that one chamber of the heart might be beating at a different rhythm than the other. Is that the case? Yes, that's the case. Because the way the normal heartbeat goes is that it starts in the right top chamber and goes to the bottom chamber through a wiring connection in the heart. And once that's the normal sequence of events, beats from the top and goes to the bottom chamber. When the bottom gets to the bottom chamber, that's when the heart pumps blood and that's what makes you feel your pulse. So in AFEB, the top and the bottom chamber are not beating in sequence. Is this a common problem? It is a very common problem, and uh, it's uh, going to get. We're going to get more of this as the population ages. It's the most common disorder that we treat from a rhythm standpoint. And what kind of treatments are available, like medications and things like that, for atrial fibrillation? So there's a lot of medical options for atrial fibrillation. Well, we can try it with medication uh, called beta blocker, calcium channel blocker. And this will slow down your pulse rate uh, when you're in AFEB. It will not stop the AFEB, but it will control the heart rate. And some people will do well in this strategy. And uh, the other option is uh, we can start you on other medications, such as amiodarone or other drugs that will help suppress AFEB. And the last option is we can always do a cardioversion, and if it fails, do an ablation procedure. And the other thing uh, with AFib is a risk of stroke. So we also, depending on your risk factor, would also recommend blood thinners. Let's back up a moment. What are some of the symptoms associated with AFib? What might I be experiencing if I'm someone who has AFib? So the most common symptom from AFib is fatigue. And the other one is palpitation. People just not feel right and fluttering sensation in their chest. And some people may complain of lightheadedness or chest pain when they're in AFib. How do you diagnose AFib? The most common way is that when they show up in a clinic in the hospital, we do an EKG, and that's uh, when we pick up atrial fibrillation. And also for patients, pacemaker, defibrillator, we can also diagnose AFib in that way. Sometimes we order a whole term monitor. It's a device which a patient will wear for 24 to 48 hours, and we can pick it up that way. And uh, nowadays, the certain smartwatches can also pick up AFib, and also the iPhone, if you get an app, uh, 
then you can also get an EKG from that, and that can also diagnose atrial fibrillation. You mentioned earlier that AFib patients have an increased risk of stroke, but for some people, taking blood thinners are not a good idea either. And there are other techniques that you as a cardiologist can use to treat atrial fibrillation. Tell me about non-drug alternatives. So uh, right now, uh, the FDA approved that Watchman that was approved at least four years ago. It's procedure where we put plug inside the patient's heart. When you're in atrial fibrillation, the source of stroke comes from the left top chamber because that top chamber is quivering at 400, 500 beats a minute. There's an appendage there. It's like an appendix outpouching where a clot can form, gets dislodged, and gets into the brain. The watchman is a plug that we put in that area where the source of stroke is, and that seals it off. And in that way, after six weeks, you can be off blood thinners. If it's well sealed, we would do an imaging study. So that's a good alternative for patients who can tolerate the blood thinners. Is that a high-tech or a low-tech approach? I mean, you're, you're just putting a plug in that area of the heart. I would say it's a high-tech procedure, but we uh, we do it uh, at MedMichigan, and I think we do a good job in that procedure. It's under general anesthesia, and uh, we go to the left-up chamber of the heart, and uh, we do this with imaging guidance, and most of the time it's done uh, within the hour. Is this a permanent implant, this Watchman? Yes, it's a permanent implant, and it's not an open-heart surgery. We just go through uh, percutaneously to the groin. So the patient will just be bed rest for four to six hours after the procedure and stay overnight and go home the next day. Which of your AFib candidates are best for the Watchman device? The best patients are those patients who can take blood centers for a short period of time, but they can't tolerate long-term. Say, for example, some patients would have fall risk, frequent falls, and we're just concerned that if they fall and hit their head and bleed in the brain. So those are one of the candidates that we consider, and other ones are patients with bleeding issues. They bleed from anywhere within the GI tract or anywhere that you can bleed, but you can tolerate blood thinners for four, for six weeks, then uh, Watchman is definitely a good option. But blood thinners themselves don't treat atrial fibrillation so much as they prevent clotting. Am I right? Correct. It's not treating atrial fibrillation. You're just treating uh, your risk of stroke, which is one aspect of treatment for atrial fibrillation. Preventing one aspect of somebody who has AFib. Yeah, no, definitely it's a good option in the right patient. We've been doing well in mid-Michigan, so yeah, if we screen them, it's not just us. You know, there's three of us who implant the device, but uh, there are also other uh, four physicians who will screen them and make sure they're the appropriate candidate. What do you do as a cardiologist to treat AFib in and of itself? So uh, what we do is we start with medications first. With metoprolol, uh, there's a lot of options there, medications, and sometimes we may have to shock patients back to normal rhythm and start them with medication to help maintain normal rhythm. And depending on their risk of stroke, we put them in blood thinners. And then if they fail the medication, then we will consider an ablation procedure. And the ablation procedure is really kind of fascinating to me. You actually destroy part of the heart in that procedure, am I right? Correct. Uh, We go to the left top chamber of the heart. It's commonly done under general anesthesia. And uh, we go and uh, take care of that part of the heart, which is the source of triggers for atrial fibrillation. And do you, like, burn part of the heart to destroy it so it doesn't have as much of an electrical current going through it? Is that what it is? Correct. So you either do cautery, which is like burning, and the other option would be freezing that area. 
So, in effect, uh, you want to create a scar so that that area of the heart, which is the source of trigger for AFib, will not gain access to the heart. Do you typically have good outcomes with that kind of a treatment? Yes. I mean, nothing's 100% in AFib, but that's definitely one good option for patients who are still symptomatic and medication doesn't work. That is mid-Michigan electrophysiologist Dr. William Michael Meliana, Jr. As always, if you have health concerns, you should start with your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. If you'd like more information about the Watchman implant, go to midmichigan.org slash Watchman. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back again soon. We'll have another edition of Health Dose.